0: Are good to
1: go
2: with, with more of the Matt Wyatt show coming to you direct and live. Cut it up! Uh, here we go. I'm Matt in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance studio. Hour two of the show off and running with you. Listen, um, if you texted me within the last, let me check it here. Okay, so it was within the last 30 minutes. Uh, you might have thought I was ignoring your text. I was not. There was a hang-up on my screen here on the text line. I have rebooted it. It is fixed, and I am ready to go. So I'm going to play a little catch-up. So to Don and Tyler and Kenny and Quint, Bama fan and Patches and David, Let's be Tiger David, and Jason and Mo and LSU and Uncle Frank and Uncle Frank, don't let me ruin your free vacation. You cheapskate, <laughs> Uncle Frank, and White Denzel and Jackson Mailman, Everybody, I'm coming to you. Okay, My, it, so now I can see everything, and we're cool. Let me remind you this. Okay, I mentioned this in the first hour, and then we'll we'll come out of the shoots. And here we go. I stay connected to you every day because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Listen, we have C Spire fiber. Internet. that's our internet provider and i can't sing its praises enough to you okay and it ain't just because they're a supporter of the show it is so fast and so reliable i don't i couldn't it would be so difficult to go back to using something else okay yes for work but also just for entertainment like i said you know i'm I'm streaming entire games in real time, syncing them up with radio with no delays and everything. Watching them in 4K, it's just, and we can have three or four of those going at once. It's incredible what it can do. If you are in an area where C Spire fiber is in your neighborhood, it's available, and you just haven't jumped yet on it, you go to cspire.com, use my last name Wyatt as a promo code. And you will get your first two months of C Spire fiber-to-the-home internet completely free. Use code Wyatt. It's use all caps, W-Y-A-T-T. That's for internet home service. Not the products, not wireless and phone. Internet home service. Use my last name as a code. You get the first two months free. Got it? Who didn't love free? And I'm telling, yeah, I like free. Oh <laughs> my job, but I like free. All right so let's see. as I told you, there were some text, a bunch of them that I didn't have a chance to get to. let's do it now. Country pleasing text line. And then we'll talk basketball, okay? Jackson Mailman said, "I don't believe this to be true, but it made me chuckle. As for saving retirement, they quoted the water boy. Oh no, we suck again. And <laughs> now they they're not going to, they're going to be all right. They People learned. Uh, White Denzel, Texas, Jones says, Matt, we are only 11 days into 2024, and so many things have happened. 2024 decided to get into Grandpa's cough syrup early. I know, 11 days into it. And there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, isn't it? Uh, Unnamed Texter says, Alabama fans are, well, Alabama fans. He says, true story. I'm an MSU alum at a home game circa 2002 or three, We got killed by Alabama. And some Alabama fans are walking behind us talking smack to me and my roommates as we are all walking towards the union. We were calm and cool. They were full of libations, and one of my roommates, who shall remain nameless, had enough and politely stops walking, turns Tugs on his t shirt and says, I wear this MSU shirt because I'm getting a degree from here. You wear your Bama shirt because you shop at Walmart. And he says they got crickets after that. <laughs> Thanks for the story. I remember that game. Got whipped. <laughs> Uncle Frank texts the show, said, Breaking news, Sabin press conference, Saban walked to the podium, looks up and says, Just kidding, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, somebody here says, Matt, huge Tennessee fan here. I hate to lose, but it was really awesome to see the hump rocking last night. The crowd made all the difference when it got close in the end. Uh, Vescovi and James were shut completely down. Tolu Smith is a game changer. He owned the post. Really fun game to watch. I Look, and see, here's the thing about it. Yeah, thanks to that. And Listen. I know Tennessee lost. They are good. Connect, the big tall guy number 3, he's incredible for Tennessee. He can do just about whatever he wants to do at just about whenever he wants to do it. I I mean, I don't know how they didn't keep I don't know how they kept him from tying the game up at the end doing whatever because there were times where there's just nothing anybody could do to stop him. He is incredible. Had 28 on the night, four of nine threes and uh, six rebounds, had an assist, 37 minutes he played. Never, almost never came off the floor. Um, yeah, but see, this is the thing. That was Tolu Smith's first start since coming back from injury. So played in two games off the bench. Since getting injured and then started this one, so it's his third game back since the injury. And I can look at, I feel like state fans, you can look at. It's not like he's in poor condition. It's just like there's nothing like game conditioning, right? And you could tell by watching him. There were times where, even late in the game, not quite the same spring in his legs as he had at the beginning of the game, or like he will have later in the year. So some of that still got to come around, and he comes out. First start of the year for him and goes for 23 points. And the biggest thing is 9 of 12 at the free-throw line, You know, which he really struggled at the free-throw line last year. And Hubbard had 20 what? What did he have off the bench? Hold on, I'll tell you. He had 25 off the bench, was the leading scorer. 25 points in 28 minutes, went 50% from three, 5 out of 10. That means the rest of the team – was one for eight from three-point range. <laughs> he was five for ten. And you know what? Sure enough, like we talked about, crunch time, down the stretch, guess what? They had him on the floor more, and they had the ball in his hands more. And that was really good to see. Uh, it came pretty clear that that's what they're going to have to do. And State shot 50% for the ball game. Listen, here's what it sounded like on the radio. Highlights. On the radio call from Neil Price, who if you're a Tennessee fan, you text me, uh, you'll appreciate this. Neil Price, our play-by-play announcer at Mississippi State for football and men's basketball. Neil is originally from East Tennessee, Morristown, Tennessee, and uh, grew up following the Vols. Um, was a huge, and he is a huge John Ward fan. And of course, you know, cut his teeth in broadcasting and at the high school level, and then at Middle Tennessee State University and... And then at Kentucky, and now he's at Mississippi State. Uh, he, he knows every time we play Tennessee and anything, Neil's got a ton of friends and connections. It's like kind of like a family reunion for him. And so it was a big game. All right, so that's who you're hearing here. Neil Price on the call. These highlights from Learfield.
1: To Matthews at the top. Lobs over Adu. Inside to Tolu for a right-hand jam. Hubbard at the top, goes left off the screen from Matthews, rises for three and knocks it down. Drives baseline, tried to dump it down the lane, deflected by Jeffries and stolen by State. Davis loops it ahead, left corner, Hubbard dials from long distance and connects. 33-20, 13-point lead for State, 40 seconds left in the half. Moore against the taller connect, drives baseline, finds Jeffries down the lane, he elevates and stuffs it. To Hubbard, right corner, three over Ziegler, good. My goodness, what a shot. Hubbard with Ziegler right in his face forces Tolu to throw to Davis, he drives to the free throw line, pitches out to Hubbard, three over James, bingo! Bounces to Tolu Smith, left wing against Tobe Awaka, backing his way in, spins to the baseline, turns back to his left, three to shoot, Tolu goes up, right hand floater, and air ball picked up by Matthews, at the buzzer, he backs it in! Buckle up, here we go, Tennessee needs a three to tie it, here's a deep one, 30 footer from Ziegler, air ball picked up by Awaka, out to connect, five seconds left, he lost it, a steal by Davis! State's gonna win! State's going to win. Matthews takes the pass, dunks it to put the exclamation point on it, and the hump goes berserk as the Bulldogs beat Tennessee to pick up their first win against a top-five ranked team in two decades.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's Neil Price, and I think you could hear at the end, like uh, Coach Williams was going to break in there and tell him, hey, they, put, they got .1 second on the clock, and that was in the melee there at the end. Uh, it was when Banana Boy ran out on the court, <laughs> and bless his heart, and <laughs> they messed up. They should have let the clock run, and then he'd get to celebrate. Here was the post-game interview right after that with State's leading scorer, the true freshman from Madison Ridgeland Academy, Josh Hubbard, who had 25 points I mentioned last night, goes 5 of 10 from 3, 8 of 15 in the floor, 4 of 6 to the free throw line, and 28 minutes off the bench.
1: All right, young fella, tell me what's going through your mind right now. Oh, man, it's unbelievable
0: right now. We just knocked off a top team, a great, well-coached team. You know, Tennessee is a great program, great players. Man, what an environment, what a win. All
1: right, so tell me when things got tough in the second half, they were turning you over in that press, they got back into the game, connect got hot, how did you guys hold the rope?
0: Man, we just had to stay positive. You know, we couldn't break down and, you know, look in the past. We just had to look towards the future and keep our heads high. Josh, I, I want to know, we, we all know you can shoot the three-pointer, and and you were on point tonight with that three-pointer, but one of the huge baskets in the game tonight is when you drove it to the rim and laid it up against those Tennessee guys. Now, I told Neil in high school, I've seen Josh Hubbard dunk that basketball, but he's dunking over six one six two guys. Why didn't you try to dunk that one? <laughs> Oh man, that's a that's a seven footer right there, man. I, I don't know about that one. I'll have to catch him sneaky sometime. You had you had to use a little trickery and kind of spin it off the glass. But I thought you used your body, protected the defender from it, and got it up there. But that was a huge shot right there. you played in a lot of big games in your life, Josh. You've been a starter on the high school team since the eighth grade. Have you ever been in an environment just like this one tonight? Or does this really tell you what NCC basketball is really about? Man, I've been in some loud high school jams, but, man, nothing like this. This is amazing. Definitely a dream come true, you know, as a little kid, so for sure. So
2: that's Josh Hubbard, leading scorer, freshman from uh, MRA after the game. Pretty cool deal. And, you know, whatever crowd you had in there last night, you can easily double it for what they will have when they host Alabama on Saturday. Uh, it'll be good and full and, um, yeah, and loud, too. And, and, like I say, I mean, the hump. You get the lower bowl full at the hump, and it's one of the loudest places you have to go. It's just something about it, you know. And uh, you get it slammed full like it'll be on Saturday uh, for the Alabama game. Um, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a heck of an atmosphere. Also, Ole Miss won last night at home at the Pavilion. They beat Florida one hundred and three to eighty five. Just just absolutely thumped them in the second half. Ole Miss was up by four at halftime, forty four forty, and then just ran away with it. Outscored them by 14, put up 59 points in the second half alone. And so Ole Miss is now 1 1. Florida drops to 0 2. You know, and they look at times like a halfway decent basketball team. And they they led the whole game at home in their SEC opener uh, last weekend against Kentucky and couldn't close it out. Kentucky won it at the end. The other game last night was Georgia beating Arkansas in Athens by 10, 76 66. So, you know, Arkansas just got. Demolished by Auburn this weekend So Arkansas is 0-2 To start the SEC season 9-6 overall And then later in the show We can take a look at the games Lineup this weekend uh, Around the league All right, over to the phone Divinity Equipment phone line Divinity Equipment in Madison And in Jackson Your Kubota dealer The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. In fact Means they've been doing it better Longer than anyone else Right here at home At Davinny. On line one It's Rooster Hey Rooster Thanks for calling
3: Hey, thank you, guys. I got a question, if I can ask a question about the game. And I didn't watch it except highlights on the smartphone. I listened to the radio. Um, and I also made a medical appointment because of the question and your show. So first time, first time I made a medical appointment in 30 years. <laughs> but uh, why was someone else saying that the most outstanding player – Last night, because I can't see it in the box score, was DJ Jeffrey. Okay,
2: okay. So I will tell you. Let me let me just see here, and I'll tell you why, I, I, um, and then I'll get it back to you, Rooster. So Jeffrey's only finished with four points. He had six rebounds. He had two assists uh, in the game. I I'm telling you, watching it, it's hard to describe it, but he was so. Active. There was a. If you look at the full box score too, there was a couple of steals. He had five steals. Okay, so he played 32 minutes, didn't score a ton. He had a block shot, which was huge, a huge block shot in a, in a situation there towards the in about the last minute of the game. He had five steals in the game, two assists to go with six rebounds, and you know had a, had a couple of shots, including a dunk that he made. But those steals and how active he was on defense was really – there were there were two or three situations where it was just so key. Like somebody had to do something, and he did it, and that's why. It was one of those where you kind of had to see it, and the box score would never explain it to you.
3: I was just curious. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, fair, should be interesting with Alabama. I would think Alabama would be behind Tennessee, Kentucky, and Auburn as – the ranked teams in the SEC, but, you know, that won't tell the tale
2: on the Bulldogs Saturday. Yeah. We'll know then. Yeah, I agree. And Alabama, you know, they lost – no, no, they they won their SEC opener on the road against, this past weekend, Vanderbilt. Okay, went to Nashville. I want to say it was – yeah, it was a three-point game. Okay, so it was really close. Vandy played them tough. And then two nights ago, I guess Tuesday night, Bama just dismantled South Carolina in Tuscaloosa. Uh, their point guard, Mark Sears, for Alabama Rooster. He's from uh, the Muscle Shoals area up in Northwest Alabama. Uh, I went. I grew oh, yeah, up. No, I went no, to gr- no, no, about him. Yeah, I grew. Up, he had thirty-one. He, he had a thirty-one points in the game. Demolition. I think he is the leading scorer right now in the SEC. Yeah, I think we're we'll going to see a bunch of upsets
3: this year. I hope so.
2: Yeah, But, yeah,
3: thanks for the coverage and, uh,
2: yep.
3: you know, about retirement, back to Nick Saban. He will not find the word retirement in Scripture. It's not there. And I always point out Exodus 7-7, Moses was four score. <laughs> he was 80 when God gave him the commandments. And I tell people, I'll be 80 this year. I'm just warming up.
2: Just warming up. So you're saying yeah. don't just don't just quit what you're doing and start painting. Like really, keep working. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's boy. I'm At with least you. to
3: triple digits.
2: I'm with you. At least to triple digits. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Appreciate the call, Rooster. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Hey, and speaking of speaking of painting, we say Sabin's not going to quit and just start painting. Um. On this day in 1983, this show aired for the first time.
3: Hi, I'm Bob Ross, and for the next 13 weeks, I'll be your host as we experience the joy of painting.
2: That's right. The joy of painting aired for the first time on this day, January the 11th, 1983. Uh, Real quick, dogs, uh, what is this, (laughs) 20,162. on Twitter says DJ was unbelievable last night I agree he could have easily been the MVP of the game now, the only guy that I know that at one time had a better hairdo than Bob Ross is more bully and he's on line two of the Divinity phone what's up more bully Matthew, what's going on howdy hope you're doing well
0: I can't believe Bob Ross upstaged me
2: <laughs> he didn't he didn't I said you used to have a hairdo like he had right
0: Well, I was in my teens, probably. Yeah. You know how that
2: goes. I do, I do. As a matter of fact, you'll find this funny more, Bully. Uh, The other night, you know, our our friend Brandon Walker from Barstool, uh, he he was texting me. We were texting back and forth. I had picked on him on Facebook, and he was texting me, picking on me and, and all this. And then he started, you know, picking on me about the fact that I go to bed early, and I was saying he was the same age as me. He needs to go to bed. And then... Then he told me, he said, well, get plenty of beauty sleep. Lord knows you need it. And and I I reminded him that if I had his hair, I would actually be handsome, okay, if I had his hair. (laughs) Hey.
0: Hey. Um, I wanted to share something with you. Yeah, do it. I wrote this this to a group of my, my buddies today about the game last night. I said, some of the takeaways I think nobody's talking about, Jan's calling the timeout so quick in the first half. Howlin' would have, would and did make the guys play through it until he looked up and they were 20 down. Mm-hmm. The tenacious defense of DJ on the floor defense was good. That connect dude <laughs> got hot in the second half.
2: Boy, did it. Hats
0: off to him, but no fault, no fault of DJ's. Finally, and probably talked about, they never, ever quit. It's mm-hmm. so refreshing to be out of the Howlin' years. When now the guys are playing for each other and Jan, if you haven't watched the presser, it's a good one. If you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. it's a really good presser. Um, but man, it was incredible. Yep. Like I'm hoping they found themselves mm-hmm. because they are they could be a very special team.
2: You know, and um, tell me this, more bully. I, you know, not not to add pressure to them, but hey, it's sports. There's pressure that comes along with it. you want to accomplish something. You got to respond to pressure and look. What the program has needed for years was a win like that at home, followed up by another big win at home. Truth, I, and, and it could happen. And, and that's the thing. I mean, let's be honest. There were times, even during Howland's tenure, where not state didn't beat a top five team at home, but they had some big wins at home. And then the next week, everybody buy a ticket. You'd have eight, nine thousand in there. And they'd lose by 13 points. and and right. So you want to take the next step as a team and as a program. I got news for you. You got to beat Alabama this Saturday. There it is.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the next step in front of them. Yeah. And they got to do it.
2: I agree. And
0: I'll say another thing, Matt, about what I said about the team chemistry, basically. I think Howland's reputation was, you know, getting kids to the NBA.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And that's what they were focused on. Yep. And they were playing individuals.
2: They were, but pl- now it—that's
0: right.
2: You're exactly right. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Good to hear from you. Appreciate it. It's more bully. There were a lot of times, you know, Coach Howland. You're you're trying to get certain guys, certain minutes that you promised, and certain touches, and all that kind of stuff. And that's great for the box score at times, but it's really hard to be a consistent team doing that stuff it just is unless you're loaded down with superstars which you're not you know so that's that's a big deal I promise I'm getting caught up on those texts you you hang in there I'm coming next stick around
0: from the amazing hits to all the amazing players,
1: Matt Wyatt
2: has got it all for you. Just listen to that. All right, back with you, I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Milton commented on YouTube on the Murray West live thread and said, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Right back at you. Uh, Russ comments on Facebook. He's on the Murray West live thread there. Speaking of, embroidery, if you need or custom apparel, whatever it is, contract embroidery company in Mississippi that you ought to deal with is Murray West. You can find them online at murraywest.com. They're right here in New Albany, Mississippi, family-owned. goes all the way back to 1996. Look at the website see some of the folks they work with. Prairie Wildlife, Genteel, Ole Miss Athletics. Just... Almost every high school in the state sending their stuff up there. I was in there one day, and they were printing up or, or had machines everywhere running, and it's embroidering stuff in bulk, and there was a big letter B, kind of like the Boston Red Sox. I said, B, and they said, Brandon. <laughs> so So your church, your team, your business, your company, if you need embroidery, go there. Russ on the Murray West Live thread says, so does Hubbard keep coming off the bench, being a freshman, or do you eventually move it in the starting lineup? Yeah, you know, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. And I guess it's up to a good coach to figure out who handles what better. Because everybody's going to rotate anyway. And I don't know how important starting is or isn't when everybody rotates anyway. It's really a matter of, like, who plays the most minutes and who's on the floor when it counts and all that kind of stuff. But, um you know, I don't know how you figure that out. You know, it might even be just a deal of an older player may handle starting better than a younger player. PT for MSU on the country pleasing text line said five ten freshmen aren't supposed to be able to uh, play. He says ball like Hubbard does. I mean, five ten freshmen from MRA, you know, and I mean, where would they be without him right now? It's <laughs> my thing. Like, he is your shooter, period, the end. And let's say it like it is. I I mentioned him a minute ago. uh, Mark Sears of Alabama, you know, he began his career at the University of Ohio, the Ohio Bobcats, transferred back to his home state playing for Alabama. He's now the leading scorer in the SEC this year. Uh, 31 points the other night against South Carolina. Left-handed point guard. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Great free-throw shooter. Excellent defender. He's just gotten better and better and better. Uh, Noah's family grew up with his dad when I was a kid up in Russellville. Great, great people, really, and I, I don't just not just throwing that out there. they really are great people. Um, and that's a heck of a matchup on Saturday, right? So the combination of Davis and Hubbard, however they are, and because from an experience standpoint, it's night and day different between a guy like Mark Sears and a guy like Hubbard. And so that's there's – your, there's your matchup. I mean, not that not that there are, aren't other important things. There are. But to me, that's sort of the matchup within the matchup. Somebody texted me and said that DJ Jeffries plays with effort, but also sloppy with the ball at times. And it, it's true. It's true. But – you know, my hat's off to him. He's a former big-time recruit. Everybody told him how great he was, five-star coming out of high school and stuff, and I'm sure he had dreams and visions of scoring 20 a night. But he's just that, – that's not the kind of player he is. Uh, right now he's not a shooter. Um, he, he's not a ball handler. But what he is is a big, long athlete who is playing unselfish basketball and doing everything he can to help his team win. It's a heck of a maturation. You know, And I can't help but think that a guy like Cam Matthews has had a great effect, a positive effect, on a guy like DJ Jeffries as well. Ernest T. It's me, it's me. It's Ernest T. On the uh, Country Pleasing text line. He said the Connect kid for Tennessee scored 26 of his 28 in the second half. I know. He, he just got – Hot and got some matchups, and like here he goes. He was shooting threes. He'd drive to the bucket. They couldn't stop him. But they stopped him a couple times when he had to, and, and it, wasn't it his shot that DJ Jeffries blocked on that key possession there late with about a minute left? Where, you know, he went with the crossover. The guy went past him, but as he followed it up on the jump shot, went up and blocked it with his left hand. I believe that was him. Grumpy texts the show. He says, Matt, Neal, and Coach Williams are absolutely the best. And they are. Wait a minute. Are you including me? See, there's a comma. So you're saying Matt. Neal and Coach Williams are absolutely the best. And they are. Grumpy just puts a recliner back with the radio on. Tolu can really move for a big man, and Hub was on fire. After the incredible bulldog win, Grumpy turned on Ole Miss, and they were up by 20 on Florida. What a great night they did! They, they in that second half, they ran Florida out of there. And I'm gonna tell you now, Ole Miss is, is a problem for everybody they play. And they're only gonna get better. Uh, the real and name Texture says, this is what gets me with the Saban retirement. He and Alabama stole, I mean, flipped Daniel Hill from Meridian just last week. Whoa. Okay. So we're talking recruiting. Yeah, but do they, I mean, the players can leave. They want to leave. They don't like who's coaching. There's nothing to keep them there anymore. Doesn't matter. No matter if they signed something on the line yesterday, they can leave whenever they want to leave. Under the new, uh, I guess I don't even call them rules. The lack of rules. <laughs> the new lack of rules. Uh, Don in Madison Texas, the show. He says, Matt, it's funny you mentioned Bama fans feel like they had a death in their family. Last night, Paul Feinbaum, when talking about Saban, used the same monotone soft voice that he used when Coach Leach passed away. It is odd, Don. Listen, like I said earlier in the show, I, you know, I do – I genuinely intend on stopping short of making fun of anybody. We go through emotions. Beavers, he was right earlier. He said, you know, let people, you know, express their emotions how they want to. I, it, yeah. I'm just saying from a distance. Like, a, well, why would somebody even consider approaching a retirement like a death? Well, I mean uh, why or comparing it like somebody compared it earlier on Twitter and I'm thinking wait a minute are you, what are you what are you thinking here it's uh, you know I don't it's just weird man listen it's weird that's all you can say about it that level of taking it to the point of we're going to approach this okay as if somebody ran over my dog. That's how I'm I. No, no, no. I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to take it even further. We're going to approach this as if the man has died. Come on now. Everybody get a grip. Somebody call in, Fine Bond, tell him we said it. Hey, you you realize he's fine. <laughs> Kenny, don't call me Ken, Texas Show. He said it's awesome that State won last night. Save and quit, yet Banana Boy tops the news. <laughs> well, okay. Tyler texts and said Banana Boy didn't get arrested for rushing the court, but for peeling out. <laughs> that is so bad. That it's good. (laughs) That's so bad that it's good. Quint said, maybe Alabama fans are saying the program has died. Well, see, and that's not true either. Do they? See, Quint, listen. Reality check for everybody. What happened at LSU when Saban left there? Pretty quick, they what? Won a national championship with less miles coaching it. Like Saban showed LSU how to do it, and they just kept doing it. He set it up at LSU so strong and so firm that it was he did it (laughs) and set it up and built it so strong and so firm. That by the time he'd come all the way back around to the SEC, his top competition was what he built at LSU. And and and, and y'all want to pretend like Alabama's just gonna go Pfft. and look, I realize yes, the players can leave now. Okay, all the players can be recruited away and bought away or whatever you want to call it. Pay for play, NIL, whatever you want to call it. I realize they can go. You think they're going. <laughs> The word is they told him to wait 70-whatever hours, three days. I oh, want some math on that. <laughs> three days? Four? 70? <laughs> How many hours? They told him to wait a few days before they made a decision because we're going to tell you who the coach is pretty quick. They lose some. But LSU just kept on sailing after he left. You think Alabama's not. Bama fan texted the show and said, Matt, I'm a true Bama fan in the tune. Wait a minute. it's coming. He said, I have plenty of faith that Greg Byrne. I, there's a typo in your first part. He says, I have plenty of faith that Greg Byrne will hire the right coach to continue the success of Bama football. If people don't understand that, Saban and Greg Byrne have been talking about this for a while. They are in La La Land. That There's an announcement tomorrow. Greg already has his guy. So, so are they saying that? I might have missed it. Are they saying there's an announcement tomorrow, Friday? Seems like first of next week would be better. But if you're trying to keep your players from getting poached, maybe you need to go ahead and do it now. We'll see. Plenty more to get to and a little bit of time to do it. Stick around.
3: Where
0: go? Hey, it's about winning the game or even losing the
3: game.
0: You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now.
2: All right. Back with you. A little bit of time left with you here today on this Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Fun show. We could just keep going and going and going. Lots of opinions and thoughts and questions and so on and so forth out there. Things change it. Coach Saban retiring. Wish him well. Spend a little more time with his family and on the lake. He deserves it if anybody does, right? And Coach Belichick, I would think he probably keeps coaching, but who knows? Coach Carroll. They're all getting older. 70s, mid-70s, early, mid-70s. Somebody commented earlier when um, Rooster said he was 80 years old. Somebody texted the show on Country Pleasing and Text Line and said, Rooster's 80 years old. He's he's old enough now to run for president. <laughs> Yep, that's right. Uh, also, there uh, people are tweeting out video of Jimmy Sexton, the number one sports agent in college football. He's on Alabama's campus. Reminder, just a reminder, that in a few days, like, for instance, I live in Tupelo, not far from Tuscaloosa, a couple hours drive. Monday night, it's getting down to 10 degrees. Next Tuesday night, we're supposed to get down to 7 degrees, which means... What does that mean? It means it may be cold enough that you might see Jimmy Sexton with his hand in his own pocket. <laughs> it just might be that cold. Hey, uh, beaver. Did you hey. know did you know that today is National Milk Day?
4: I didn't. You texted me and that mm-hmm. and it was and that's the first I've heard of it.
2: Did you even know there was a National Milk Day? Nope. <laughs> Do you like milk?
4: I don't drink it a lot, but I don't dislike it
2: okay what about uh milk chocolate
4: yeah, milk chocolate i like
2: What about milk duds
4: Milk duds are not they're not the best
2: not good are they? They're kind of duds. they got a perfect name okay well here's what. I, I told you I had a milk reference from one of your favorite TV shows. Do you think you know what it is? I have an idea. (laughs) I may have used it before. I didn't know. Here it is. On National Milk Day, from the show Parks and Recreation, the great Ron Swanson. There's only one thing I hate more than lying. Skim milk, which is water
0: that's lying about being milk. (laughs) Oh,
4: man, I was way off. Where are you really? You know, I what I thought was coming was a milk Steak reference. Oh, milksteak.
2: Yeah. Which would be a whole different day. Milksteak is good for two days a year. National Steak Day <laughs> and National Milk Day. So Ron Swanson, um, where does he fall on the list of great characters, sitcom characters?
4: Up near the top. I'd have to He's agree. Pretty excellent.
2: He's pretty excellent. I would have to say, Beaver, too, like for you and everyone else listening, if you haven't done it recently, make yourself do it. Get on YouTube and look up Ron Swanson headphones. Trust me. He got tired of people coming into his office, and so he just put on headphones and nodded as if he was listening to them, and the whole time he was listening to Willie Nelson.
4: <laughs> wasn't it, do I remember right, wasn't it just like this big, ridiculous,
2: huge headset? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like from the 80s. Yeah. Those big, huge brown things on the side of your head with those wires going everywhere and like an antenna sticking up off of it. Like something like that. <laughs> you know, the Beaver, the kind that they used to sell uh, when you bought a quote-unquote hi-fi. <laughs> you may not even be old enough to remember that. A hi-fi. Big old headphones. It hurts your head after a little while wearing those things. It's like having a helmet on. <laughs> yeah, look. It's National Milk Day. Cereal is, is my deal. Number one thing for milk, for me, cereal. Yeah, look at them. Beaver sent me a picture. They're like air traffic controller headphones. I mean, it had to be the original noise canceling because there's no way noise is getting through those things. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, let's see, Will. You're right. Will comments on the Murray West live thread. He says, you definitely had a Walkman, or Walkman back in the day, Matt. I did. I never had the good ones, though. Beaver... Are you old enough to have had a Walkman?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure did. I had to think for a second. I did.
2: Yeah, that played a cassette tape.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I picked up one. Like, let me just say, Will. Again, we were. I would not dare sit here and depict my my coming up, growing up as we were dirt poor. You know, with whatever connotation that carries. You know, uh, both my parents worked, and, I mean, I had a wonderful childhood. But we were certainly, we did, we were not a, a part of the wealthy. We didn't live on the wealthy side of town. Let's put it that way for sure. And there was no going out and buying a bunch of crap just because you wanted it. Okay, it had to be, really, including, like, sh- even name brand this and name brand then then now, uh-uh. Okay, and so there was no, like, going out and buying a brand-new Walkman just because little Matt wanted one, and the other cool kids supposedly had one. That wasn't part of the deal. But I got a hold of one somewhere used, like secondhand, and I can't remember if I saved up and bought it or if I traded somebody for it or something like that. And so that was my first Walkman. And the buttons were kind of all wonky, and one was broken, but it worked work and then i I do remember this about the waltman too for me personally i remember this a few times of deciding okay i'm going to take it outside and listen while i'm outside or whatever and i would put the tape in and hit play and i'm listening to music and then you you know you go 30 yards on your little walk or you're going out you know across the street you realize this is really inconvenient (laughs) it's got a cord hanging like dangling everywhere it's in the way I put it in my pocket. It's heavy. It's weighing my my bridges down. I I don't want this. And you go back to the house and leave it. That's kind of that was my deal. That was my deal. Okay, so uh, I mentioned this to you earlier, and we could all look it up for ourselves. But looking ahead to it today, Thursday, you don't have any SEC men's basketball games. Uh, tonight or tomorrow, it all picks back up on Saturday. So where is everybody and who's going where? Uh, first here, noon SEC Network, Ole Miss going to host Vandy. Vandy's 0-2. Who did they lose to this week? LSU. So Vandy has losses to Alabama at home and LSU on the road, and now they're on the road to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is 1-1, road loss to Tennessee. There's really nothing wrong with that. Tennessee's super good. And then Ole Miss just throttled Florida last night, scored 100. And so Ole Miss is going to host Vandy noon Saturday at the uh, Pavilion. State does host Alabama. It'll be uh, the night game on the SEC Network, 7.30 p.m. tip. It'll be slam full And because State's excited. They're 1-1 one one after the win. feel like they let one get away on the road at South Carolina. Bama's really good now and no they're not ranked and all that they they just play. you know it's curious to me how these people evaluate these teams but i mean alabama played a really tough non-conference schedule it was like top 5 top 10 top 5 one after the other after the other on the road go to arizona so they're a 10 and 5 team and now they're 2 and 0 uh in the sec they they did kind of struggle um against vanderbilt i mean it was a three-point ball game but they just I mean, they they embarrassed South Carolina back on Tuesday night. Just ran them out of Coleman, Coliseum, in Tuscaloosa. So they're confident. They're good. They have the leading score in the SEC. Mark Sears, a point guard. They're 2-0, 10-5. State's 12-3 and now 1-1. 7-30 Saturday night. All right. Other games. 11 a.m. on ESPN2 on Saturday. Tennessee coming off the loss last night. Will travel to Georgia. Georgia's two and 0 Kentucky, two and O. They are on the road at Texas A and M, one o'clock on ESPN. South Carolina goes to Missouri Saturday. Uh, South Carolina's one and one. Missouri's 0 and two. Two thirty on the SEC Network. Three o'clock on ESPN. It's interesting that they picked this game, but it's two offers. <laughs> Three o'clock on ESPN on Saturday. Arkansas 0 2 versus Florida 0 2. And you would think, I mean, Florida has looked like a better team than Arkansas, but you know, I don't I don't know. They're 0 2. Um, 5 o'clock Saturday on the SEC network. Auburn, who is really good. Two and 0 Ranked in the top 15 or so, they are hosting LSU. So a couple 2-0s and O's at Auburn uh, on Saturday at 5 on the SEC Network. So there you go. All right, and lastly, don't forget, if you are in a place where you have access to C Spire fiber internet to the home and you want to try it you want to, or you want to get it, use my name, the last name Wyatt, use W-Y-A-T-T, uh, at cspire.com and you'll get your first two months of cspire fiber to the home free two months free use my name go to cspire.com get cspire fiber that's it i'm matt for beaver all of us here on the show thanks for tuning in we'll see you on monday i'll return on monday see you then see it